some butt bucks. Guess whoop, whoop. what? Dan, you know what week it is? Do you it's know what week it is? It's draft, draft week. week. Oh, That's so right, excited. Bitches. It's finally here. Um, and I think the one question everyone's been wondering, Dan, um, are we getting a keg? Uh, I'm not sure yet, man. I don't know. Should we like bring our own beer? Should we do like a combination of beer? Should I we get do the fuck a... out of here. Yeah, we're doing a keg, boys. We're doing a keg. 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 keg, keg. Uh, 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 uh. It's just, you know, uh, <laughs> we're going to do, do a keg of Miller Lite. Uh, keep it a nice, uh, nice day drinking beer. Because uh, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a long event, you know. We can't. It is can't a marathon, drink. ladies. It is. It's, you can't drink IPA for for ten hours, man. Yeah, you might not. <laughs> yeah, if I want to be dead the next day. Bitches. <laughs> yeah, man. Definitely, definitely doing a keg. Doing a keg. All right. All right. Well, I guess we're good. Uh, we'll see y'all on Saturday. Bye. All right, Lee. <laughs> <laughs> you got, got your him. boy. You got your boy. Uh, the commish alongside whoop, whoop. me, and you have me, the uh, it's the fantasy assassin. Fantasy that's, assassin. That's what it is, man. Fantasy, fantasy assassin, assassin, man. And and <laughs> the reason the reason it is because I didn't tell you this, Manesh, but I had a, a bunch of people texting me throughout the week after our last keeper show. A bunch of people I texting me, yep. writing in, and uh, emailing everywhere, phone calls, voicemails, and they they all like the um. They like the fantasy assassin, so that's why we chose that one. The people have uh, spoken. Right? They did. They they spoke, and that's that's your nickname, man. So, mm-hmm. all right. A couple, uh, actually, a couple of Twitter followers we have. They they also chimed in on it <laughs> from our our large yeah. large audience. Our following. So, yeah, I mean it's huge. So congratulations, it's fantasy huge. assassin. <laughs> so yeah, man. All right. Um, so we got the commish. Yes. Got the fantasy assassin. And um, we got a draft, ladies. We got a draft. We do. And, and Manesh, this, it's a fantasy show. It's a fantasy show about our league. So I think let's kick the show off with just a little bit of fantasy content. Um, and, then, yeah. and then we'll, we'll transition over to what to expect for the draft. What do you think? I think that sounds like a plan to me. All right, good. So it was going to keep it, keep it quick. Uh, for fantasy information today, uh, we decided to kind of just throw out a few uh, sleepers that we thought, and then we're going to throw out a bust um, that we um, that we chose um, going into the draft. Uh, do you want to kick us off with your first sleeper, Manesh? Yeah, I can do it. I can do it. Okay. So um, I'm pretty well familiar with this team. I had um, I had another player at this guy's position last year, and he did very well for me. Uh, but as it turns out, they also lost a huge weapon. So I'll tell you, I'll, I'll go ahead and start you with the team. It's, this, uh, it's not the San Diego Chargers anymore, but it's the Los Angeles Chargers, not of Anaheim. So they um, they lost a pretty prominent weapon this offseason, actually right at the beginning of um, OTAs in mm-hmm. Hunter Henry. Dan, do you know what Hunter Jesus. Henry does well? I think he catches touchdowns. He catches touchdowns. The big so dude. when you have a big dude that catches a lot of touchdowns, no mm-hmm. longer catching those touchdowns, what do you have a void of? You have a void of touchdown, touchdown catching. People. So you sign Antonio Gates is what you're so saying. So you sign Antonio Gates. Sleeper nice. alert. Nice. alert. 
Um, but you know what? In all honesty, I think Gates might sign. You know, very close to the end of training camp or beginning mm-hmm. of the season. But I still don't think he's going to make up for what Hunter Henry would do. Not at this age, anyways. I mean, he is pushing fifty, so you know he can only catch so many touchdowns. <laughs> um, but he I do think that <laughs> I do think that void will be filled by a guy like a Mike Williams. I think some some are familiar with him of Clemson he, fame. He played oh Clemson. I thought he played at uh, South Carolina. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah, no, no. You're talking about you're th- you're talking about the real USC, that Mike Williams. Yes, yeah, he's still in the yeah. league, right? Wrong, wrong, wrong. USC. The real uh, USC is out in Southern California. But uh, no, uh, Mike Williams is no longer in the NFL. Not that one, anyways. This one now is, okay. um, and he is filling his spot and doing already. And he didn't play last year, and already he's a better NFL player than previous Mike Williams. So, you know, good for him. <laughs> good for him. Uh, but yeah, no, like no, Mike it. Williams, huge target man, and uh, he can gobble up some of those touchdowns. I like it. That's a, I think that's a, a really good sleeper, um, based off the information you gave. Um, touchdown Absolutely. upside, you know. Touchdown he gets those upside, touchdowns. Can, you know uh, what? The one thing that um, the other three receivers that are prominent in the offense don't do is catch touchdowns. So you know, there's 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 that there is that need for a big time touchdown catcher, and that's what Mike Williams can do. That's a big man. He is a big man. How about you, Dan? What you got? So, for my first sleeper, uh, I went with the position of QB. Uh, You're probably familiar with this QB. He used to play for the Buffalo Bills. Oh, Uh, ooh. I had a pretty bad joke there. I'm not going to say it, though. Oh, okay. Um, Last year, who were his wide receivers last year? He had uh, traded Kelvin Benjamin pretty late into the offseason. Wasn't right? it um, Robert Woods and Sammy Watkins, right? They're pretty good. Uh, no, that was two years ago, man. They oh, are good. Yeah, okay. Buffalo didn't want to have wide receivers last year. They're like, he doesn't oh, need them. Oh, that's right. They were, the, yes. they were the one team without receivers, not yes. named the Cleveland Browns. Correct. And with no wide receivers, this quarterback finished in the top 12 46% of the times last year. So out of 16 that's, games, that's bad, man. 46% of the time, he was a top 12 quarterback with that's no wide receivers. Good. Didn't he get benched too? And he got benched by Nathan Peterman. <laughs> <laughs> this is ridiculous. So, so what do they do? So now now he got shipped off to your Cleveland Browns. Whoop, whoop. Dog pound. And I'm just, I'm just thinking, I think Cleveland has a couple good wide receivers. Am I, am I wrong? Um, technically you're not wrong, but technically the wide receiver has to be there in order to be good, I guess. That's true. That's true. Maybe not. Uh, I don't know. At least, but at yeah. least they got, they got Jarvis. Yep. At hey, Jarvis Landry, you know? So Jarvis Landry. My hey. fucking boy. God, I love that guy. You know what, Dan? Let me. I got. I got to get on my soapbox here. Anybody who has not watched Hard Hard Knocks Week One, oh, it's good. Go and watch Hard Knocks Week One. It's good. If stuff. nothing, just so you can fall in love with Jarvis Landry like I did. Because you know what? I wasn't a huge Jarvis Landry guy. Uh, being a Browns fan, I wasn't huge on him. I wasn't. Oh man, yeah, we got Jarvis Landry. Woo! Finally, all of our receiver issues are solved. But you know what? The one thing the guy does is that he leads, and you know. Um, you can't necessarily underestimate how important leadership is because, you know, when you're led by the likes of a Josh Gordon and you bring in a guy like an Antonio Callaway, 
you need someone that can actually be a role be model it. for yep. those young guys. And yep. you know, Rashard Higgins, you know, he he, he wasn't doing it. Corey Coleman, Ship well, he's 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 gone. Tyrod's old old squad now, so it's yes. you know, none of those guys were being the leaders that Jarvis is going to be. So no, and so like you said, if they got to be there, so let's think about who Tyrod had and now who he potentially has in Josh Gordon, um, Jarvis Landry, Duke Johnson out of the backfield. He has a lot of weapons. The uh, tight end, you got to put him as a sleeper. Dude, and Joku um, and yes. don't forget Devolve, man. Seth Devolve. Yeah. There you go. So, and not to mention, he can run the ball. And oh, really? Those, those are really, really good points, too. So, I think Tyrod has the potential to be a, a pretty good sleeper this year, as long as he can stay on the field and hold off Baker Mayfield. I think he has a really good shot at being a good QB uh, in fantasy terms. That is the one thing there, is that we do not – or we just basically need him to be on the field for this to happen, right? Exactly. If he's on the field, he's going to produce. He he has to. So that's that's one of my sleepers. You got one more for us. Who do you got? I do, I do. And this one's a little bit out of right field, but kind of kind of come with me here. So um, this team drafted a uh, running back in early in the second round of this past draft, in, you know, just a couple months back. Uh, they got a lot of high hopes for him. But the one thing I will say is, you know, a lot of people that, you know, talk about this guy now say that coming out of college, the one thing that scared a lot of NFL teams away was that they didn't know if he was reliable. And if you got a player that you're drafting that high, you really want to focus on reliability. Well, I mean, unless you like, you know, teams and players that will draft, you know, rapists and gropers, Uber driver gropers, well, then you mm-hmm. might not care about it as much. So true. for a team like Tampa Bay, mm. where, you know, they have that um, questionable draft history, let's just put it that way. Uh, they drafted uh, Ronald Jones out of USC fame. Um, again, the real USC. But debatable. It's not actually debatable. It is. There's, what there's what school USC was first? The... What school was first? That's all that matters. Uh, so Cal. Yeah. No, they were not. South Carolina so, was first. Um, They're the real USC. Scar. Scar. So, Whenever you have it. the bottom line, suck it. USC is always the Trojans. Scar is always South Carolina. This is because it's Scar. Los Angeles. Scar. It's because it's Los Angeles, man. Yep. Yep. It's not. Um, I don't know if you've heard this, but sidetracking. You hear that Columbia is the uh, Seattle of the of the East? Have you heard that? Yes. I'm going to show you this fucking article. It's fucking stupid. Anyways, I digress. Um, Ronald Jones, not necessarily a guy that, that didn't have a questionable past, but a lot of people said that, you know, there are things that just part of his character that, you know, you might not think that you can trust him fully. And that's what you really want, especially when Jameis is out the first three games for some of those things that we mentioned earlier and, you, know, you want to have somebody in there that you can trust. So, insert Peyton Barber. Yeah, nice. I went nice. there. Tiki, Tiki Barber is back, man. I didn't know he That's came out of retirement. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, no. This is um, this is the son of uh, Tiki and Peyton Manning. <laughs> so yeah, Peyton Barber. So last year, let me let me just let me just give you a couple. Let me just give you a couple things here. Uh, Peyton Barber uh, averaged 3.9 yards per carry. Okay, not overwhelming. By any means, okay? I'm not saying that he is. But did you know that all other Buccaneers running backs ran at 3.3 yards per carry? Wait, now, they had, they had Doug just, Martin, didn't they? They did have Doug Martin. And he, Muscle hamstring. 
Yeah. <laughs> so it wasn't fat Doug Martin. It was just terrible Doug Martin. Um, but that just kind of goes to tell you that, you know, even though the rest of the team ran it, ran it at a 3.3 clip, Peyton Barber was at least still hovering around four. Um, and even though they were behind a sorry-ass offensive line, he still managed to put up that number. And then the people that are the guy that's pushing him right now is Ronald Jones, who, uh, number one in the first preseason game, didn't look all that great. I think he had like mm-hmm. eight rushes, nine yards or something like that. And, and they they came out and said he's struggling in the passing game. He is struggling well. in the passing game, and they just don't necessarily have full faith and trust in him right now. I understand the comps to a Jamal Charles, but dude, Jamal Charles 2.0, understand that in order to be Jamal Charles 2.0, you have to basically have the highest yard per carry average ever in NFL <laughs> exactly. history. Exactly. Because that's what Jamal Charles did. Yes. So do you think Ronald Jones Jr., Ronald Jones II, or whatever he is, is Jamal Charles? Probably not right now. Potentially no. he could be, but not right now. And so that's why I think at least Peyton Barber could fill that gap for a little bit. And, um, yeah, you know, they, they improved that offensive line. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not going to want Fitzmagic throwing the ball all over the field, especially in the first quarter of the year. So, yeah. you know, he could be up there for a few weeks at least and give you some solid production. So Definitely. Yeah, I think it's a name to watch out for. I agree. I agree with that take, Manesh. Um, with just just side note, was Ronald Jones your player in the NFL draft to get you your draft position? Is that who you had? No, or, I had um, I think it might, it Braden Smith out of Auburn. He was an okay. offensive lineman. He was fucking okay. awesome. I love that I think guy. Ron Jones, Ron Jones must have been Matt's player. Uh, anyways, anyways, I got one more sleeper for you, Manesh. Uh, I don't have any stats or anything like that. Uh, this is just based off of who used to be there and who's not there anymore. Right. The potential of what this player, how this player could produce. Um, I'm talking about Tyler Lockett. He's Ooh. going, I think he's going in the uh, in the teens as far as the ADP right now. But Teen rounds, that, right? Teen rounds, yes. That team no longer has Jimmy Graham. They no longer have Paul Richardson. That's and true. Do you have an injury update for Doug Baldwin yet? I do not. But Pete Carroll said that he's going to be back in a couple of weeks. Uh, and we always he, know Pete Carroll. He tells you know, the truth. That Pete Carroll MD. Yeah. So, um, and then another thing is the Seahawks defense. It's not, it's not what it used to be. It's not what we remember. Um, they're going through a transition. Uh, so I, I think the Seahawks could see themselves having to throw ball, the ball a little bit more than what we're used to. Hey and, Dan, do you yeah. know what QB led the league in NFL touchdown or touchdown passes last year? Was it it's Russell Wilson? It was Russell Wilson. Good guess. Oh, yes, thank you. You know what team Tyler um, Lockett plays for? I think it's the Seattle SuperSonics. No, no, not the SuperSonics, but the Super Seahawks actually. Super Seahawks. Oh, okay. Super Seahawks. So that, that's that's it right there. Russell that's Wilson. That's the team that Russell Wilson quarterbacks for. Very nice. Fun fact. And. I don't believe they made much change to the offensive line that was horrible last year. So I don't know what their run game is going to look like. So they might just have to drop back 30 times a game and chuck it up. And if Baldwin's not there, I think Tyler Lockett, as long as he stay healthy, um, I think he could be a a really uh, good fantasy option. Hey, they uh, let Paul Richardson walk for for one reason or another. So exactly. So yeah. So that was we just wanted to give two sleepers each. Maybe somebody you guys might target in the draft coming up. Um, 
And with sleepers, there's always bust, right, Manesh? Always. And the busts, we, we're each going to give one bust, and it's not necessarily because we think this player is awful. Um, it could also mean just because of their ADP. Um, we don't necessarily agree with the production that you might get from this player based on the ADP. Um, you want to kick us off, Manesh? Yeah, I sure can. So uh, for my bust, since I gave you all, you know, uh, receiver and running back, I figured I'd go to a different realm this time. I figured I can go into the QB realms. And I picked one specific stat here. Um, so I picked a stat. It is TD to interception ratio. All right. I'm not telling you that the guy with the highest TD to interception ratio is going to be the best quarterback in football. But for last year, let me give you a little list. All right. This quarterback is coming off of a career year. All right. He had the best year of his career last year in Kansas City. Um, Alex Smith had a 5.2 TD to interception ratio. I think everybody Very can, good. you know, everybody remembers that he wasn't awesome in yes. fantasy, but last year he was freaking amazing yes, as a fantasy QB. Yes, and a real life QB. He was. The next guy, number two on that list, was going to be the MVP of the league, pretty much consensus, until he tore up his knee and was forced to sit out and watched um, another guy come through. I forget his name now, but. He watched some other guy come through and win the Super Bowl instead. And that's Carson Wentz. Hmm. So Carson Wentz was number two in that, that category. And number three, um, his name, I won't even give this to any stats, but his name is Tom Brady. He is pretty good at football. So he is. just to give you guys an, an understanding of that's where – that's that's those are the likes of the top three in that, that category there. They threw okay. a lot of touchdowns, all right? Yes. Now let me tell you this guy. Uh-oh. Now, this guy is being drafted in the seventh round, correct? Seventh correct. round. All right. And he, last year, had a outstanding TD to inter- interception ratio of 1.4. Okay? A whole 1.4 touchdowns. That's, that's not good. For every interception. I know, right? Yeah, I thought it was awesome, too. So, out of all quarterbacks, sarcasm, out of all quarterbacks, who started at least four games last year, all right? Mm-hmm. There was 40 of them. Where do you think that that number fell? Now, it wasn't as good as, you know, a Tom Brady who was at four. Okay, so... <laughs> um, it wasn't as great as uh, Josh McCown or Jacoby Brissett who hovered around two. Okay. But he was at 1.4. That put him at number 24 out of 40. Oof, now, that's not, is that, is that that's, good? Would you would you like to invest your seventh round pick in that guy? That's what I was gonna say. That's not seventh round uh, worthy, in my opinion. Right, and let me tell you the different quarterbacks around him. So the quarterbacks that had the TD to INT ratio right above him, the two of them, um, awesome Blake Bortles, Bortle Service, nice. and Peyton's younger brother Eli Manning. He's really good. He's got two. So Super both Bowls. of them, I don't think that they were the epitome of excellence in fantasy last year, and the quarterbacks immediately following him were called. Don't forget to call him elite, Joe Flacco. Still elite. Still elite, and Calvin Benjamin's best friend and confidant, Scam Newton. So, wow. you know, that's the company you get to keep. We get to keep with this guy, and you get to get him for it you know, a value in the seventh round. 
Uh, Who is this guy? I think Who is the guy, I think, it's, I think it's a little bit of a stretch. And at least just for me, I think it's a little bit of a stretch. Um, the guy, I think you know him very well. Okay. Um, porn stars all around the world know him very well. Oh, yeah. It's none other than your boy, Uh-oh. Jimmy G. Oh, Jimmy Handsome. He's just so yeah, good looking, Manesh. He's so good looking, man. I, I think you know what? what's happening. He should go in the sixth round. You're right. It's just yep, exactly. I, I, people are looking at stats <laughs> and they go, man, look at that picture. Yeah, he's got to be on my team. He's so, so yeah. good looking. He played in six games, was 6-0, and oh, right? Five. Oh, he started five games, was 5-0 yes. and oh in those. And then he came in to the, you Against know, Seattle, he played the last 30 third. seconds. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. Do a touchdown, by the way, just saying. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. So it's even worse then. So 6-5 to five <laughs> ratio. So yeah, he threw seven touchdowns in those five games he started, or six in those five games that he started. Yes. Um, That's right. Yeah. And then right. threw five interceptions, coincidentally, in those That's games. correct. Yes. His team did yeah, win. I didn't, realize, I didn't realize he was going seventh round, man. That, is, that is pretty round. high. I think that's just a little bit too rich. Yeah. I, I, wonder, I guess that's... What Drew Brees is probably going sixth round ish. Drew Brees maybe. is going right at the end of the fifth round, so it's you know it's yeah, right I mean, there, man. Close. It is right think, there, and I think it's yeah, it is pretty it's, steep. It's it's a little bit of a steep ask if you ask me, and I don't know if I would be willing to um, to invest that in Jimmy G. Not right now, anyways. I think that there's other quarterbacks that you'd want before him, just like you mentioned, a Drew Brees, um, yeah. you know, Nick's boy, Deshaun Watson, like we mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. Russell Wilson. Yeah, but, definitely. Um, you know, yeah, those guys expensive. are available for him, and then you know the guys that right out are going right after him in the seventh round that have that have been there before. That these guys mm-hmm. have done it before. You know, they've had multiple years of fantasy like excellence, and that's like Kirk Cousins, who's surrounded yes. by just weapons on weapons and mini. And you know, a couple rounds later, you got Stafford, you know, and Jared Goff. You know, those guys have weapons as well and are in stable offenses that have been shown to do it. You know, over the entire you know season, so. Yes. I don't know. I'm just saying. I'm not saying that Garoppolo's not going to, you know, show that he's a seventh worthy of a seventh round pick at the end of the year. I'm just saying that take some precaution whenever you're drafting him that early. Definitely. How about yes. you, Dan? You got any, you got you got a guy yes. for us? I do. Um, this player is going in our league with the keepers. Uh, it'd be at the very end of the third round. Um, it's not necessarily that I don't like this player. Um, I don't think his team likes him but um and i then. just think i just think the draft the draft price is just a little little too rich for me but this is a quick question manesh remember last year this team oh, go ahead we're talking about the the uh the dolphins last year they started the year with jj right yeah and they traded jj do you remember who the starter was after they traded jj well, remember who they started like a dual starter it was like damian williams is, and it was Kenny damian Drake. williams it was Damian Williams for the majority, and then he got hurt. So then they gave it to Kenyon Drake to take over, correct? And, and yeah. Kenyon Drake blew it up. I mean, he had some great weeks whenever he – He was phenomenal, man. He was. I believe he was a top uh, 12 running back a, a couple of weeks um, during his starting stretch. Um, so, yes, he was definitely great. Um, so you would think he finished the year great. Let's, uh, let's go in the offseason. Let's, let's – Let's get some wide receivers since we lost Landry. Let's let's get some other areas, right? Mm-hmm. Who do they sign in free agency? Not my boy, <laughs> my boy, Frank the Tank Man. In 
Frank's he's definitely over the hill in terms of running back. You know what I mean? Dude, that guy is awesome. I love Frank Gore. He's so good. I mean, he's just he just pounds away. And in my opinion, I don't think Frank would have went there, and I don't think Miami would have brought him there if they didn't intend to use him, right? I don't think he as a thirty a thirty four year old running back. I don't think he's going to go there so he can sit on the bench. You know, his hometown not going to happen, right? He wants so, to play. He wants to play up for the crowd, man. <laughs> oh, definitely. And he deserves oh, yeah. to. Shit, more oh, than that, yeah. he deserves it. He's yes, uh, he's he's rock solid. But not only did they sign Frank the Tank, they also drafted a running back in Balage, right? Kalen Balage. Uh, it's it's not necessarily that I don't think uh, Drake can be a top twenty four running back. I would just be worried spending a end of the third round, beginning of the fourth round draft pick on a player that Miami doesn't seem to really like. They started Damian Williams, like I said. They signed, a, they signed Frank the Tank. They draft a running back. Um, so, Well, I guess just to stop, stop you one sec, though, I, I wouldn't say that Miami doesn't like him. I would just him. say that Miami doesn't want him as their feature back. I think that's okay. what you're trying to get at, right? Okay, yeah, and yeah, I mean, that's, that's a good point as a feature back. And um, like getting the ball, throw like you know, feeding him the rock twenty times a game. They don't want exactly, that. yeah. And Frank Frank Gore, he's gonna get. I, I believe he'll get the ball around the goal line. So that's also gonna take away. Yeah, uh, he's carries, the you know. to those backs. I mean, those other yes. two guys are big back, big yes. ass backs. So, just I like I said, I think Drake has potential to be a really good running back, but I just don't know if I'd want to spend uh, end of the third round, beginning of the fourth round pick on somebody who coming into the year, I, I believe there's a lot more question marks than answers just based off of what they did in the offseason. Um, so I think based off of his draft position, he could wind up being a bust um, where you have to draft him. Just a, just a quick take on, on my bust. Uh, not not going to go too in-depth on it, but I just think you just got to be cautious if you decide to spend that draft capital on, on Kenyon Drake. That's a fair point. That's so, a very fair point. Yeah, so Manesh, you know what? Like we said, it's draft week. You know, let's 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 push some fantasy stuff aside. Let's uh, get to the important stuff. The important stuff, yeah. Um, first, I updated the Google Doc, Manesh, um, to represent this year, and I, I believe everybody has access to it. Diallo, I might have to send it to you. Um, and Diallo, it's just basically a rundown of all the rules within our league. You can go on there and get the keeper list. You go on there and get the draft order. And any trades that have happened so far this year, which, believe it or not, we've already had four trades that affect this year, Manesh. That's um, kind of crazy. Huh. Isn't it? Um, that being said, a really good thing that came out of last year was the acquisition budget. Or not acquisition, sorry, not acquisition budget. The money that was spent or given based off of the acquisitions that were made last year. Manesh, you know how much money we made last year off of – People choosing more than 25 players? Oh, tell me, man. Tell me. $171. Dollar, dollar. You know what that's going to pay for? A keg. A keg. So, y'all don't have to worry about it. Y'all don't have to pay anything extra this year. Um, keg is paid for, man, which is great. Yeah. And uh, another thing that we added to the um, to the doc, Manesh, was the league pick. And what do you, you – I think we should do league pick. And what do you think? 
Yeah, I think that uh, we should definitely do the league pick'em, and I think we had someone that pro um, provided a suggestion that had an interesting wrinkle. You want to tell him about it, Dan? Sure. Yeah, uh, Jamie, he uh, he suggested. Uh, if y'all remember last year, we did the pick'em. If uh, you win the the pick'em for that week, you get a free waiver wire move. Uh, Jamie suggested that uh, maybe instead of doing that, you could win money towards your butt bucks. So maybe a dollar or two dollars. We could we could just decide that, but. Uh, and then Manesh threw a little uh, wrench into it. Instead of saying it has to be one or the other, we could give you guys the choice um, whether you want a free waiver wire remove or you want money to go into your, your butt bucks bu budget. So just something to kind of think about as we get closer to the draft. And um, we'll bring it up at the draft so we can have just a quick vote on it, which way we want to go. Um, yeah, I think this will be a quick vote for sure. And I think if you get yeah. the option to – you know, utilize it how you want. You get a, either a buck towards your butt bucks, like you said, and you can use that towards all uh, all your free agent, you know, acquisitions. Or mm -hmm. if you don't, you know, think that you need a hundred bucks, then put it towards an extra move, and then you won't have to pay out a hundred and seventy bucks, like <laughs> you know, the three guys exactly. this year. So, um, another thing to think about is punishments. Bring some ideas for punishments for last place for when Jolly loses next year. And uh, a huh. couple people have brought up to me. Um, that they would like to discuss the option of keeping your first-round pick from the previous year. So just something we could discuss. We won't really dive into it tonight. Um, so, yeah, just just think about those as we get closer to Saturday. Yep, yep. Just want to let you know we're just uh, – oh, just we're, we're going to tell you guys right now that we're going to basically decline that. So we're not going to be keeping first-round picks. So sucks to suck. But um, I'm open to the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I think we're having the conversation now, and that's just – it's a no. <laughs> <laughs> um, moving on, Manesh. Uh, talk to Jolly. Um, his brother Greg may or may not be our draft board operator this year, what? which would be great. Yes, uh, it's nobody – we don't have to go up there and run the board anymore. I think it would be great if we just had one person designated to it that doesn't have anything to do with it. Um, and some people have expressed to me that – takes away from their ability to draft. Oh, so, God, shut the fuck up. <laughs> not going to name any names. Uh, so you might Tommy. have that. Damn it, I Tommy. Need... <laughs> Actually, it wasn't Tommy. Um, yeah, okay. I need confirmation from you, Jolly, so let me know. Uh, real quick, um, as of today, there's still a few people who owe money. You guys know who you are, so get bring that money to the draft or PayPal it to me. And we got a beer bitch again, Manesh. Yeah? I, I love Who's the beer, beer bitch? bitch? Jolly! Jolly! Surprise, beer surprise. Bitch, beer bitch, Yeah. So, uh, Jolly, make sure you wear your nice shoes so you can be in and out giving us the beers. I got a, I got a nice tray for you that you can carry around, and we'll put our cups on there for you <laughs> so you can serve us with beer uh, all night long. It, dude, I love it. Um, real quick, Manesh. Let's do uh let's do like an over under. Um we gonna float this keg? What's the percentage? What what percentage are we gonna last year we didn't. We did oh. not float it last year. Oh shit, really? Yeah. Yeah, it was close. It was close though. I think we'll and push through. I think this is just a straight do we do it or not. So over under. I'd say we're over that line. We float that keg. We're I gonna think do so. it. I, I was sick last year, so I only had a couple of exactly. them. Exactly. So. If we yeah. don't get anyone sick this year Oh man, I hope then not. I think we're good. You know? I think I think we'll float it. Um, another question for you, Manesh. So, let me. So Sunday morning, right? 
the draft's over, Sunday morning, you wake up, you roll over, you look at Jayton. Who are you guys saying was the drunkest Saturday night? Well, I'm probably going to slap Jayton a couple times because it was probably Jayton that is the <laughs> drunkest guy. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't I roll over and see you? What's, what's up with that? You never know, man. We'll see what happens. Hey, the night's still not even young. It's not even born yet. So, hey, we're still coming. <laughs> never know. Um, yeah, man, I, I always go with the guys who have kids who will yeah. be the drunkest. You yeah. know, well, uh, Matt, true. Dave. You, you don't got to go anywhere, so it's perfect for you. Oh, it's great. We yeah. can definitely get oh. you drunk. <laughs> as long as I don't get sick, man. Um, so for me, I'm going to I'm gonna put my money on Matt. If I had to put money on anybody, it's going to be Matt as the drunkest member of Butt Bucks. Is Dave still in the league? It's August. Yes. Yes, yep. Dave. Uh, oh, which, smart, by the way, congratulations. Dave. Congratulations to Dave. Yeah, he, congrats, They had their Dave. baby baby girl uh on august 8th so congratulations to you bud hey cheers man we'll have Come a few bruise we'll have a lot of bruise dave <laughs> a lot um manesh i see on here you wanted to bring up auction draft i did so guys uh i don't know who's done an auction draft before but for those of you who have not it's actually a badass way to construct your roster you're not confined to the whole snake atmosphere you basically if you get you know 100 bucks then you can put 20 bucks on it of, of or sorry 20 dollars of it towards whatever player you want and you can put another 20 towards another player whichever one you want and you know you can construct your roster of you know three 20 player dudes and then a whole bunch of you know a couple dollar guys or you know you can mix it up and match it basically to get whatever players you actually want on your team and that's how you construct your roster, which I think is an awesome little wrinkle that that, that format has. Definitely. So, so that, um, that's something you would like to see. I would definitely us. like to talk about it at the draft because if we're going to decide on that, we should probably decide on it before next year starts. Okay. Or obviously so before this year starts, rather. So that yes. way we can actually implement it and think about it. And there, and I have checked. There are there are um, ratios online to still uh, keep a keeper at the draft value that it would be in an auction draft. So that oh, way you're not. Um, that way we don't have to start over, obviously, on the keepers, because I know that a couple a couple guys are not going to want to do that, obviously, myself included. I'm not going to want to like let go of a keeper just because he costs a certain amount on an auction when he doesn't cost that yeah. amount in, in our standard draft. So it would basically go based on the the ADP or the the draft position of where you get him. So if you get him in a you know like a tenth round valuation, then there is an auction amount that equates to that tenth round valuation. And that's in essence where you would, you know, that's the dollar amount that you would equate out of the budget for the auction draft. So everything's kind of transferable and, you know, you can convert it pretty well. So, you know, it's an option and everyone that's, you know, similar to Fab, if you've done an auction before, it's just much more fun because, you know, once you do, you know, in our draft, for instance, I have the first pick, so I don't pick again until pick 24. So I'm just sitting around for, I, I make a pick. I literally wait around for 23 people to go or 22 people to go before I make another pick. So, yes. you know, in that time, I could probably, you know, get really drunk. So that might be good for the rest of the league, put, but be not putting for me. Jolly to work. I might be putting Jolly to work for sure. Yeah, it's uh, definitely something we could discuss. Uh, I've never done it before. Um, but, yeah, I have heard good things about it. Um, it's just fun, man. Like, you, you're basically yeah. just throwing out players. So if I'm first, I could say, okay, well, the first player I want to throw out there is – 
you know, I want to put out Justin Tucker. So then we're all starting to bid on a kicker if we want that kicker. And then, you know, you, you just kind of use that strategy to throw out dollars at players that you want and not players that you don't want, obviously. So it just, nice. you know, adds that much more intrigue to the whole to the whole thing. Interesting. Well, uh, League, I guess, uh, you know, just kind of be thinking about it. Um, you bring it up at the draft and we'll, we'll just talk about it, see how everybody feels. Um, and, yeah, we'll go from there. Uh, just a quick reminder, my doors, I'm going to tap that keg at 3 o'clock uh, on Saturday. Whoop, whoop. So you're more than, doors open at 3, so you're more than welcome to come over, have a few beers. Preseason football will be on all day, starting at 1 that day. So come over and watch some football. That's week 4, right? Uh, no, that's week 3. Oh, it's week 3. That's um, shit. Yeah. So watch, watch some football, drink some beer. Um, I mean, yeah, I'm probably going to come early because I want to watch some football to get yeah. to see the facts see who's uh showing out that week three <laughs> exactly yeah so uh like i said doors open at three look to start the draft probably around six or six thirty um won't be any huge huge rush but come on out have a good time i'm looking forward to it uh looking forward to seeing everybody there and yeah man it'll be a great time it's gonna be a good time so we got what do we got on the menu this year dan do you want to mention going, something about the menu? Yeah, I've asked some people. I've gotten some feedback. Yeah, um, I like the um, I like the the feedback that we got. You know, salads, like breadsticks, yeah. good. <laughs> uh, I got burgers and brats. Uh, some people said make it like a like a taco slash nacho bar where we could have a couple different meats and do yeah, uh, like cool. a taco bar. I think I think I'm leaning that way. Um, gives a little variety, you know. Yeah, um, and then sure. we'll obviously have a bunch of bunch of snacks and things like that. So yeah, so I think we'll do the the taco bar idea. I think that'll be easiest and that'll be yeah exactly uh, just easy kind of like low, low yeah. low time effort type of thing. So exactly. So we'll, we'll I think we're gonna go that route and um, yeah, should be a good time, man. It'll be a good time. Get ready, bitches. Draft week's here. Can't wait, man. Ah, all right. That's gonna that's gonna do it for us. Let's close it out, Manesh. Uh, see you on Saturday, man. I'll Three see you on Saturday, Bubba. Later, everybody. Deuces. We draft on dudes Nick Brady. Dudes hit on us, it's crazy. Drinks all around, please save me. In fantasy, we're fucked. Tiny dicks that we talk. You're in luck with box.